Cabrini Green. It was the projects. Yeah, I just moved in around the corner. The old candy factory. I'm an artist. You look up a candy man. He's the monster. It's part of this neighborhood. Why are you drawn to this? I'm hoping to spread the story all about Candyman. The mirror invites you to summon him. You should say his name. I dare you. Candyman. 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 Don't say that. Candyman. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Gotta Sequel Remix. This is episode 365. I'm Marquis Mike. Unofficially the official store of summer. Is it? Uh, Memorial Day weekend. Okay. Just it came unofficially, away. yeah. I think that's the unofficial start of the, the official unofficial start of summer. Um what's I the official solstice? Yeah, so it's like, like June June twenty one. June twenty one. Usually, yeah. yeah. Yep. Sacrifice uh people put their boats in the water on Memorial Day weekend. And, oh okay. Um, um, boat life commences if you're a boat lifer. Uh, I was just um, thinking like midsummer. I was like, yeah, that was like about the solstice, right? Yeah. Yeah, you, you stuff your you stuff your ex into a bear suit. Bring on the harvest, the, the summer harvest. Yeah, that was a yeah, that was a yeah a solstice celebration. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know if it's on a different day there. Oh. And then you have a barbecue and we bone the water. No, that doesn't make sense because solstice is based on where the earth is, yeah. not where you are on the earth. Bear, yeah, bear suit, jump off a cliff. Yep. Eat some watermelon. Eat some watermelon. Yeah, I mean, that's summer. That's that summer is right a good little, that is a nice little party. Yeah. 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 You get crowned May Queen. You deal with the death of your sister. Have a hot dog. Summertime. Summer. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, well, summer it, vacation, baby. It's the official. Oh no, it's the unofficial official start of summer. Um, are which, you watching which, anything? Which is the start of the summer season of uh, the show. So this is our summer. Yeah. Summer season. Oh yeah, yeah. Volume this is, seven. This is officially the summer. This is now the next season. Yeah, I wa- I watched a couple things. Um, I'm gonna. I'll I'll save two for our, our end of show announcement. Um, well, no, I won't. I'll just say, yeah. I'll just say I watched, uh, to prep for Maverick, Top Gun Maverick, I watched uh, Top Gun, of course. Yeah. And then, of course, I went and saw Top Gun Maverick. Uh-huh. Um, watched, um, a kind of a, a, an oldie but a goodie, and I was actually surprised how much I still enjoyed this movie. Um, and I think I, part of it was I watched it on Comedy Central with commercials. Mm-hmm. Dodgeball. A true underdog story. Oh, yeah. Still freaking funny. Yeah. That movie's still good. And then um, we're going on a Vegas trip in a couple weeks. And so I'm like, i got to watch a Vegas movie. Sure. And the movie I chose, it's a good movie. I'm not sure it's the best movie to really like get you jacked to go to Vegas. Uh-huh. Um, the intro gets you jacked to go to Vegas because it's a, like a cityscape and like casino, like... Neon light kind of montage. Uh-huh. Uh, 2003, The Cooler. Oh. Uh, William H. Macy, Alec Baldwin, Maria Bello. I think those are the heavy hitters. I thought you were going to say Leaving Las Vegas. I was like, yeah, I probably wouldn't be. Leaving movie. Las Vegas is a good Vegas movie, but it is another one that's more depressing. I don't think, I don't think it gets you jazzed to go no, to Vegas. No, Watching a man commit suicide over the course of, of eight days or whatever yeah. is, is not... A 
good. But yeah, so watch The Cooler. Still a good movie, um, but not... It's a downer kind of a movie. Kind of a downer movie, yeah. Um, it's also... It's it's a weird movie. It's dark. Yeah. It's a dark movie, but a good movie. So yeah, I mean, you watch some shows. Been watching the new Bosch season, and then watching Hacks on HBO, which I can't recommend more. I mean, I think that might be my favorite show right now. Um, yeah, just some just some shows and shit. There you go. Well, that's that's the movies. Yeah, the Top Guns, Dodgeball, the Cooler. Yeah. So what about you? Yeah. Uh, this you know elephant in the room. I that that's my child losing his mind in case they get picked up. I don't want people to listen to be like. There's the baby crying and no one's doing anything. There is somebody doing something. I think it's stopped. Sometimes so. we do this show on on scene at a look at a park. Yeah. And there's a, a baby abandoned and screaming on the playground. Yeah, and, and people we're just, just like, someone get that baby. Yeah, someone get the baby. We got a show. So yeah. Someone take that abandoned child to a to a fire station or something. Yeah. I'm trying so, to record here. Uh, I didn't see, you know. Um, I also double dipped in Top Gun. And, uh, Got it. Yeah, more more to come on that. And I watched two. So I watched two other movies. Uh, they really covered the spectrum of my letterbox ratings. Uh, I'll start with the good first. I watched uh, 2015's Ex Machina, the Alex Garland film. That is a great movie. Are you I, prepping for men? I yeah, it was kind. It kind of yeah. was. Um, uh, I got to find some time. I got to etch out some time. Well, if you would have looked last weekend, it wasn't showing anywhere because they gave all the screens to Maverick. Yeah. Because I was going to try to go to that. Oh, yeah. I guess I, you know, I was kind of looking at my Regal app, mainly to book Maverick, and then, um, God, I didn't even look to see if Men was playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, okay, if we hurry up and finish recording tonight at 7 o'clock at our Regal Theater, you can catch Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, Fathom Event. Fathom. You have to pay for those because I tried to go to Star oh. Trek. I tried to go to Star Trek, Fathom Event. And I was like, I'm not paying $14 for it because I think I can watch it free somewhere. Yeah. But I oh, yeah. Fathom, 1470. Yep. I just, I just watched Smoking the Man that can't get $14 out of me. Uh, see, okay, we got Bob's Burgers, Bob's Burgers, Top Gun Maverick, Downtown Abbey. You can catch men. There's four showings throughout the day this week. And we got Doctor Strange, The Bad Guys, Fantastic Beasts, and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Um, that, that, those are my options right now. I saw Top Gun Maverick. That's, that's what I went with. Um, yeah, so I did watch um, Ex Machina in preparation. Just kind of do a little Alex Garland recap. I wanted to get Annihilation in as well and then go see yeah, Men. Garland retrospection. Yeah. Uh, but Ex Machina is uh, it's fantastic. Uh, you know, it's, it's like a three-hander, really. It's, it's uh, Alicia Vikander... Donald Gleason and uh, Oscar Isaac, and they're all fantastic. Um, and it's like an hour forty six minutes. It's a good run, yeah, good yeah. run time on that. Love, love short run time. Okay, that was on the high end of the spectrum. On the low end of the spectrum, uh, this was recommended to me uh, by someone whose movie opinion I I, I trust. Uh, and you know what? I'm not even going to blame this person because they told me it's not good, but they insisted I watch. I watched Old, the 2021 and I shot movie, and Mike said it's not good. Dare I say it's bad? I want you to watch it, <laughs> and I did, and I agree with Mike's assessment. It's bad. It's a bad movie. It's it's like it's not even like so like because it is kind of like B horror-y, kind of like sci- like not monster, but like you can see this being like a, a lot of like reviews is like oh it's, it's a Twilight Zone episode. 
stretched down to an hour and a half movie. Yeah. Um, but it's not even like fun bad. Yeah. I just thought it was bad. It's just bad. Yeah, it's bizarre. Um, those those people on the beach really figure out what's going on to them. Like I don't, I feel like I'd have no fucking. Clue. Yeah, that's the thing. They they figured it out. Wait, <laughs> so they're just sitting in a circle and so like, so they're take it. All right, hear me out. I think every minute is about we don't have her long. I, I feel like they had it down. Yeah, I like did the math on it. And, yeah, and there were some like smart people on that beach, right? With with a doctor and a yeah. and a nurse a nurse and or whatever uh-huh. and, and like whatever and a rapper a rapper. Yeah. Was that supposed to be funny? Was midnight was midsize sedan supposed to be funny? I think his name was supposed to be funny. Uh, but it was. I mean, it is a, I mean. Yeah, you're right. It's a stupid name. It's a stupid name. But like, it definitely it would be like in Malibu's Most Wanted, like a battle rapper named Midsize Sedan. Yeah, and yeah. So for the girl to be like, "That's Midsize Sedan. He has the best song out right now for the summer." It's like, no, no, he wouldn't. I, I think that was M Night trying to like. Here's a funny bit. Yeah. It didn't work. No, that didn't work. Um, yeah, just smoking body horror in it. You know, yeah, had that, uh, that body horror scene. Yeah, yeah, the lady, and she's getting all fucked up. Which, that didn't make sense to me. I, I realized she had some bone deficiency, uh, but why isn't she just getting old? Yeah, I mean, is is the, the thought there that if she just aged normally, over the course of years, she would turn into, like, a monster woman? <laughs> she would turn into, like, a spider yeah, I don't know. Like, it seemed to like there there seemed to be no real rules on the aging. No, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The rules were very. Yeah, I get like adult actors. You you like. Oh well, aging like you know as I age, I kind of look the same. But yeah, obviously, like when you're six and then you turn fourteen, you look different. But yeah, the rules were way off. Like how fast the kids were, like how fast the kids grew in the beginning to the and yeah. at the end. It was just it's it's a mess. And then the, and then the kids were the kids had sex and conceived a child. Yeah, that was that was what was the real like okay you done fucked up this movie. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and then the the spoilers for old. I know this is a uh, you know we we usually do spoilers of the movies we do, but old's bad. And I'm sure if you know it's bad. Feels in the movie pocket. Movie pocket. The baby dying. Uh, what, what? How do they phrase it? it was, essentially, it was neglect. But, uh, the way the woman phrased it was so funny. Like, that was, like, the one, like, ha, that's bad. That's bad writing. She was like, it died from being left alone. Or something like, something like that. Like, just the way she phrased it. Died from neglect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know, you brought this up last episode. You're like, ah, you know, you you didn't turn on M. Night Shyamalan. I think I turned on M. Night Shyamalan. I, I don't... I don't think... I think he has more misses than hits. That could very well be. I think if we counted, you might be right. Yeah. I, 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 now I don't think... Like, if his name's on a movie, more times than I go, I'm not going to like this. And you know what's interesting about me saying that is, like, I felt like I stuck with him and then we got... Um, the multi- We got Split. Yeah. And I thought Split was really great. Sure, yeah. But then... I never, I never saw Glass. Yeah, I never saw Glass. I also never saw Glass. Which I love. Split and Unbreakable is my favorite M Night movie. Uh huh. That one's good. So why, 
didn't I see glass? Because I was scared. <laughs> yeah. I was scared it was going to be trash. So uh, what did I do? I watched old. And guess what? I, I, I should watch glass. I want to encourage as many people as I can to watch old. Let's do... Let's do some thumbs up, some thumbs down. I'm going with... He has 12 feature-length films that I've heard of. I don't know if, if I haven't seen it. Can, do I... We pass. Okay. We pass. But keep track of... Uh, uh, I'll keep track of overall. You, you, you keep track of how, how many you give a thumbs up to. Okay. Uh, split. Thumbs, thumbs up. up. Six cents. Thumbs up. Old. This is an order of popularity. Glass. Didn't see it. Unbreakable. Thumbs up. Signs. Thumb, Mike's giving a thumbs up. I'll give it a thumbs up. I think there's some good stuff in there. I the really like signs. The Village. Okay, Mike's giving a thumbs up. I'm, I'm giving a thumbs down. I did not like the, the Village. The Visit. Did you see that one? I didn't see that one. That's where the kids go and visit the grandma and grandma. I haven't seen that okay, one. I've so been wanting to. We're going to pass. Skip that one. The Last Airbender. Didn't see. Didn't see that. Um, the Happening. I did see. Thumbs down. After Earth. I did see. That's a thumbs down for me. That's the Will Smith, Jaden. I didn't uh, see potentially that. Scientology movie, maybe. I didn't I don't know that was. A, I didn't know that was M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, and I, I wasn't aware that he was the director of that either. Maybe I didn't see that. Uh, it, it, you know, it's funny. Like it came out like I think in the same year as like Oblivion, and those were like the two like I think I did see that, big man. stars yeah, in the spaceship I'm movies. See, I'm gonna give it a thumbs down. Thumbs down. Yeah. Lady in the Water. Uh, that's a thumbs up for me. I'm oh, that's a thumbs one. down for me. So I went. Four out of nine. And you were a little more... Uh, you went I like the village. I like lady. Six out of nine then. So, so yeah. You're an M.I. Shyamalan head. Yeah. I'm a Shyamalan head. Yeah. Go catch you Glass and uh, The Last Airbender. I actually hear The Visit's decent. I, I heard The Visit's decent. I, I hear the, vi- the Visit... Like when The Visit came out, people were like, Oh, Shyamalan's back. I believe he got a writing credit for Devil. And I, I hear I, Devil's got split re- mix reviews. Yeah. Um, I hear the premise is really interesting. Let's see. Is he... He does have a writing credit for Devil. Which I never saw. But it did, it did sound interesting. I think... I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. Then it was like, in the trailer, it's from the mind. The twisted mind. Yeah, we Shyamalan. were just coming off of the happening around yeah. that. And it was like, ooh. And I was like, I'm not going to see that. And then I think it has fairly mixed reviews. So I, I've never caught the Devil. I think it has a really short runtime. And you know me... I'll watch a bad movie if it comes in under an hour fifty. Sure. Yeah, I got I got time. I'll watch that. I'll see if I, I'll see if I can find Devil. I'll report back. Uh, right, they're in an elevator. One of them is the devil. That's what I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Sounds like the premise. That does sound. That's a sounds cool, good. That's a cool premise for it. Yeah. Although, yeah, I guess that's that's a better premise than the beach that makes you old. <laughs> Way better. Yeah, that's a bad premise Way for better. a movie. Yeah. You go to the beach and it makes you old. Uh, I'd like to encourage everyone, as many people as I can, to watch old. Yeah. I want it to turn into some sort of, like, so bad people love it movie. Yeah. I You know, there's definitely, you know, because there are those, like, so bad, is it good? It, like, it, it fogs my memory. Like, is Tremors good? I don't know, but I love it, and I know a lot of people love it. Right, yeah. The thing with, with old is... I feel terrible for the for the performers, like oh sure you know that, that I mean those two kids we ran hard for those kids yeah uh, uh, the girl who was in Jojo Rabbit and Last Night in Soho and then uh, the guy that's our guy from Hereditary, Hereditary yeah. yeah and 
And then even like the the guy that plays the dad, mm-hmm. he was in the Amazon show I really liked. He played the the he was the orchestra director. Or yeah. But I mean, I don't know if he is a good actor or not. He's good in that show, but you see these performers and they're they're doing they're just trying to do their job and, and they really don't know what goes on until they go to the premiere, right? I've heard so many actors say and you know, you ask them about a bad movie in a podcast and you know, the ones who have a good sense of humor about it, but then they'll say you just don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like you read the script, you're on set, you're filming things out of order, you're doing a scene at a time, you know, and you do that scene 30 times, you know, you don't know how it's all going to come yeah, together. So, so much yeah. goes into editing and, yeah. and and that kind of thing. It's, yeah, it's intri- it's uh, intriguing. You know, my favorite character was the van driver. Love that guy. He's got to get his little roll in. He's Hitchcock, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah that's what I watched. I watched, uh, I watched four movies. Uh, you know, two of them we'll talk about later. Two of them uh, were Okay. Or, you know, one was really great, one was really bad. And then we watched two other movies for this week's episode to kick off Sweet Treat Month. Sweet Treats. June. It's, it's time for Sweet Treats. Uh, we watched the 2021 sequel to 1992's Candyman. We watched Candyman. Uh, the new thing horror movies are doing where you just... Uh, why, do you, why do you think they do that? Should we get into that? When we talk about the the title, we get into it now. We we might as well get into it now. So we had Candyman, we had um, Halloween, we and we had we had screamed in it, and and the New Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They're all direct. In in the case of Scream, it's a sequel to the fourth movie. In the case of Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Candyman, they are direct sequels to the original film. Right. But they all just use the same name. Um, do you think that... Take Scream out of it, because everybody knew that was a sequel. In the case of Candyman, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, maybe some other ones I'm not aware of, do you think it's to, like, surprise us when we go to see it and we're like, oh, it's a sequel? No, I don't think it's that. I think it is actually... I I, I think... Because I think there's plenty of information out there Mm -hmm. for um, a potential movie viewer to be like... Sure. Halloween, you definitely knew. Yeah, what's the deal here? I think the, the... I think it is a link to this whole. We kind of got that the trend may be. We're seeing the trend. We're talking about the title, yeah. but I think the trend is actually in this. We're throwing away all this fluff in the middle, yeah, because it's crap. Well, I haven't and, seen Farewell to the Fe- Flesh or uh, <laughs> Day of the Dead, so. right? But like we know, I mean, Halloween. I mean, some of the Halloween sequels were no, yeah, were okay, but most were garbage. Most are most are bad. And, and I can't speak for the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Is that a direct sequel to the original? It's a direct sequel to okay. the original. So yeah. I do. I think it is this a more of a marketing scheme to throw back, like try to just be like, hey, it's not. Con- you remember all that dumb stuff you watched mm. because you're a completionist. Yeah. You you can forget about all that. We we st- we want you to come see our movie because we are trying to do something good. Mm. I think that's what kind what of you read, you see the title and you're like, all right, forget all the forget resurrection, forget Sweet of Halloween, Cult of Thorns, even H two O, which people are mixed on. Curse about you. Forget all that. We're calling this Halloween because you like 
the original Halloween movie. Yeah, and, and, and that's what we're doing. And even though they're kind of a soft reset, yeah, it's a reset. And I think that's what the, psychologically they're trying to do is a is a, a psychological reset, a requel, if you will, a requel. As we go, will. as uh, that one, as the new Jamie Kennedy and Scream Five taught us, right? Yeah, a requel, a requel. Uh, well, we watched. The requel to 1992's Candyman. Candyman um, is a horror movie directed by uh, Bernard Rose based off a Clive Barker short story. Sorry, Virginia Madsen, Tony Todd, Xander Berkeley, uh, Cassie Lemons. It is the story, the Candyman, a murderous soul with a hook for a hand, is accidentally summoned to reality by a skeptic grad student researching the monster's myth. You don't have to believe, just beware. Candyman. Was this your first time seeing Candyman? It was. Yeah. It was absolutely my first time what seeing Candyman. What is your thoughts on 1992's Candyman? Um, overall positive. Yep. It does not, it didn't age well. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't age well visually. Uh-huh. Um, what did age well is the music. Yeah. The music's cool. That- I was hearing that and I was like, this is so familiar because of course it's been sampled in a bunch of stuff that's like an ode to like this Candyman movie, but like that piano, that that thing, I was like, I've heard this a bunch of times. So yeah, maybe it's the recognition that I love too, because I didn't, I don't know if I'd heard it before, but I must have. Somewhere. Yeah. But I, as the, the movie started, I'm like, wow, this music is really cool. Um, but overall, I, I was positive on it. I liked the, that whole premise of this grad student research um, thesis thing. I think is a really cool way to do a, a horror movie um and i'm not i'm sure it's been done before and it'll be done again but i enjoyed it and i liked the cast and overall i was positive i was positive on the movie other than it didn't age well didn't look great yeah visually um, kind of looks not great i mean that that bomb the bonfire at the end like when like, there's an explosion you're like that's that's just not yeah. real some of the makeup effects uh in it though some of the kills were like super gory. Super gory. And it's not like a violent, I mean, it's a super violent movie, but like, as far as on screen violence, it's really not that. No, no. no it might. So, Mike suggested this movie, or uh, had it picked this movie for last week to do this week, and I told my origin story of Candyman. I saw this movie probably when I was six years old, six or seven. Uh, way too young to see Candyman. Scared the hell out of me. I've never gone back to see Candyman. And there were definitely. Watching it now as an adult is like, oh, I can watch Candyman. But then there were parts that still scared the hell out of me. When he opens his mouth, there's all them bees. Yeah, there, there's some... Those kind of scares yeah. are, are still there. Yeah. I didn't find it... It's not a scary movie. No. For an adult, it, for me, it's not a scary movie. Yeah. I had put it off my whole life because the cover of the VHS scared the shit out of me at the Blockbuster yeah. or whatever. The eyeball with the bee on it? Mm-hmm. I wanted nothing to do with that. Yeah. Nothing. So there's some visual spook, you know, some visual imagery that, that is very... Tony Todd is terrifying in this movie. Just, you know, his voice, when you, you know, the bees, the hook. That's all visually scaring. Some of the gore is very scary. In my movie, though, or in my mind, I build this movie up to like, oh, and he's like gunning people with hooks, and he's... That really doesn't happen. No. It's all mostly done off screen, and then you're left with the aftermath of it, and it's just kind of like movie blood splattered everywhere. Right. Um, there's some jump scares that, like, even as an adult, I was like, ah, you know, like, just dogs jumping out at you at the... That's really it. Yeah, you're right. It's not that scary not of a that movie. It's not that scary. It's more, it's more of a mystery film, and, yeah. and 
a psychological yeah yeah vision doesn't look great thriller uh you just kind of based on the content of kind of like this gentrification like black neighborhoods you know i i, I would probably the 2021 goes and like corrects this was like well, yeah, you know, in the 90s, 80s, 90s, you know, a lot of movies did have this, like, the white savior. It was like, yeah, okay, yeah, we've kind of gone away with that. You like telling a blast. Yeah. So it's like, maybe Virginia Madsen's not the person you want to be the lead of your movie. Uh, but outside of that, I was like, it holds up. You yeah. Visually, yeah, like, a lot of movies from that time, especially horror movies that are kind of lower budget, they don't look great, but content-wise, this, this is a good movie. Yeah. I, I enjoyed this movie. Um, had a $25 million budget, grossed $77 million. 85% on Rotten Tomato. Uh, hold on, I'm reading 2021s. I was like, that's actually a huge budget. <laughs> For the time. Uh, $8 million budget. Gross $25 million. 78% on Rotten Tomato based on 76 reviews. The critical consensus reads, Though it ultimately sacrifices some mystery in the name of gory thrills, Candyman is a nuanced, effectively chilling tale that benefits from an interesting premise and some fine performances. That's a great... Exa- that's a great description. I like that the use of the word nuanced in that. Yeah, it's nuanced. Because it, it's, it's yeah. not just like a straight up slasher film. There, is, you know, I kind of feel like in both movies, the, like the especially like the urban legend of it and the way that you you know this idea of like fear keeping people in line from these stories. Um, it kind I feel like that kind of gets muddied, but yeah, it's not just like straight slasher film. I kind of like how like. Oh, well, there, there was a drug dealer or a gang member who was using the legend of Candyman to, like, keep people in check or, you know, to cause fear. People, like, blame on this urban legend. But then there's also, yeah, there's also just a Candyman. Yeah. Um, so there were two sequels after this film, um, Farewell to the Flesh and Day of the Dead. In 2021, though, both those... Um, Get erased, and we get a direct sequel to the 1992 film, as we broke down earlier. We get Candyman. Uh, this uh, sequel is directed by Nia DaCosta, uh, who also has a writing credit, along with uh, producer Jordan Peele, Wynn Rosefeld. It stars uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen, Tiana Paris, Nathan Stewart-Jarrett, and Coleman Domingo. Uh, Anthony and his partner move into a loft in the now gentrified Cabrini. After a chance encounter with an old timer exposes Anthony to the true story behind Candyman, he unknowingly opens a door to a complex past that unravels his own sanity and unleashes a terrifying wave of violence. Dare to say his name, Candyman. Um, I think this is also your first time seeing this Candyman. It was, yes. Uh, what were just your initial thoughts on this one? I thought it was brilliant. It's. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, what a what a what a great way to stay true to the original, but reinvent the the, the franchise." I, I thought it was genius. Yeah. I um. Uh, I thought it was like. Truly scary. I like. I was like, this is a scary movie. Yeah. Um, without like resulting like cheap tactics, you know, like it's not. They're, they're, this one actually, like, you know, compared to the first one, this one's actually devoid of really jump scares or anything, and it's really all just like atmosphere and, um, you know, they're not using like, like there, there's no, you know, it's, it's not. It kind of it, it's a very bloody movie, but it, it's not like the torture porny. It's very, 
yeah, just this atmospherically very spooky movie. Um, with great, I mean, after seeing this, I was like, Yaya Abdul-Mateen should just be in a lot more things. Like, that guy is a great actor. Yeah. Um, all right, well, you know, let's jump into our category. What, what, what specifically worked for you for Candyman 2021? I love how they delivered the ex, ex, exposition of the, I love those uh, paper cutout puppet, shadow puppet scenes. Yeah. That was my far my favorite part of the movie. Um, it does work because there's a lot of exposition in this movie. Yeah, I mean, we we get three stories, at least three, recounting events we should already know from watching the original Candyman, uh, and it's not just people telling, you know, just info dumping. Even, uh, yeah, they're they're all, they're all done these 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 puppets, and it's it's visually just very cool. Really, it looks really really pleasing, and and it's it's effective. It gets it it gives you the story. Um, and it does, and it, it's not distracting because it is a complete. It's so different from just like the main part of the movie, mm-hmm. which is live action, and and psychological scares and some pretty darn good special effects. Yeah. Then we have these, these storyboard things, and they just, by far my favorite part. I it's almost it so almost Kathy like, when the first one. I mean, so. It opens with that, right? It opens with these puppets. And then the first one you get is Troy, the brother, recounting the first urban legend. And it's told that way. And it's very, like, hypnotic. Like, you, you just can't look away from the, these, like, shadow puppets. Yeah. Um, and, then, and, then, and then when uh, William is recounting uh, the, the old-timer that's mentioned the, the the premise, or, yeah, the synopsis, when he's so he's telling a thing that we should already know if you saw the original, but that's why it's a soft kind of reboot. But sequel is that we're giving the information again. Uh, but since we watched it back back, it's like, oh, well, I already know this information, but it was told in such a cool way without having to go into a flashback, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, I really like that. You know, to go along with that, I liked um, so Candyman is really based off, like, this urban legend and, like, people telling the story. And I like that when for, when Troy first recounts, he, he doesn't tell the story of Candyman. He tells the story of Helen. And his story isn't what we saw in the first right. one. And yeah. it, it's not like, oh, well, they didn't get the facts right. It's, no, that's intentionally done. That's the way stories, like, evolve or, like, you mishear them or... Yeah, I mean, that, go- that goes back to, you know prehistoric ages and beyond mm. when you're telling stories at the campfire. Yeah. Like, you tell it, the guy, the next guy goes to the village next door and he tells it, but just a little different. And that's how, yeah, it's just like, it's really well done. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And then, so then Troy's recounting of it, you know, you know, we saw Helen, Helen's actually the hero of First Candyman, but then he's telling it and, you know, her doing snow angels in the blood. And it's just like, oh yeah, that's a spooky, and just how it's, passed down yeah and and if you hadn't seen the original in 20 years then i think that might be clever for someone who hasn't seen it 20 years it goes into this movie and that's the source can tell and you're like wait is that how that happened yeah because you may not remember it clearly um i think it works on that level too yeah uh and kind of along with with the 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 puppets everything i say this is just you know uh, it's what 92 to 2021, it's 30 years, you know, 19 years later. Um, so, of course, technology, but not only that, it's just, it's a well-shot movie. Like, there's yeah. just some, like, beautiful imagery in this 
the, the movie. When we first see, when we first meet Candyman, and and props, they just gave us Candyman. Yeah, right away. We weren't beating around the bush waiting for him to show up. Mm. Him stepping through the hole. Yeah, I was like, that is such good cinematography. Mm. And, I mean, everything about that was really good. Yeah. Uh, even I mean I I don't ever get this technical, but the costumes were awesome. What people were wearing, the, uh, the main character his little his little rolled up beanie hat. Oh yeah, I I, mean, I was looking at that hat all moving. Oh, I can't pull that off. Can't pull up. Yeah, uh, I can't. You pull gotta it have you gotta have pretty broad shoulders and, and you gotta have his jaw and a jaw yeah. and a neck like to pull that off. Yeah, yeah. Um. It, you know, it goes right into you know not only visually, but uh, and then the, everyone in this cast, uh, Coleman Domingo who plays William. Even if I had like questions about like motivation, and I do for for William, his when he kind of reveals his plot at the end of the movie, or you know his his like it's just all around just great acting from everybody in this. Um, I love Troy. You know, every time Troy showed up, I was like. Yeah, I. It made me like care. I was like, I don't want this guy to die. Like yeah. they were like, that was immediately. I was like, oh, I don't want him and his boyfriend to die. Like right. they're so likable. They were very likable. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah. So cast, uh, great tie to the original too. As you did, you watch these in order. Mm-hmm. So as did I. I don't, I don't watch these back. To, I, I Candyman ended. I literally started Candyman twenty twenty one. Even doing that, I. Did not put it together that Anthony is the baby from the first one. Right. It, that I didn't still get it until, yeah, it, I didn't get They don't hide him. his name. He is Anthony. The baby was Anthony. But I didn't even cross my mind that he was the same person. Same, same for me. I yeah. it didn't. And then and then, then when they reveal it, I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> they, they bring back the same actress. Yes. Uh, um, Vanessa Williams. Uh, but not the singer run. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, to, so she reprises her role as Anne Marie from the first film. Um, yeah, I, I very much like it. So, um, what didn't work for you with Candyman? That's a tough one because, in, in all honesty, this movie was so good. Um, I do think you you mentioned the motivations yeah. of of William. Um, I and maybe I just don't know enough about the. The uh, metropolitan art scene. <laughs> I just like the whole the 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 idea. He's an artist, and he and that works, and he's mm-hmm. and he's channeling this story for art. Yeah, and psychologically, well, that's you know what's happening and in, in why he's doing this art. One thing, but these art these art show scenes and the in this the talk and and I just think couldn't they come up with a better like place to to start this story no maybe uh maybe a writer's workshop and he's writing a short writing a, a book oh, or right, something right. like i maybe i just don't know enough about the art scene but th- that whole stuff and and yeah. and they're he's button heads with other artists and and that scene didn't make sense he's drunk and pissed and i'm just yeah. like what the hell's going on here i don't get this yeah he, i feel like he went from zero to drunk pretty fast and i get yeah. like people were like crapping on his, his art um, but in that scene it's I actually found it scene very funny 
just with you know him going off on uh, Clive, uh, sure, yeah. the art gallery. But yes, that and then I was like confused. Are are we supposed to think that Anthony's a good artist or is he a bad artist? Right. Because yeah. like his girlfriend is like, eh, like it's just being direct. Like you're you're just portraying like yeah. he's like oh well this is inspired by these violent you know this history in the neighborhood and it's like well you're just painting violence and like, she's somehow in, she's a curator of some sort yeah or, and, and or, so she's able to get him like he gets that gallery spot as a favor yeah um yeah and I don't even know if we're even told like oh he was a good artist before or yeah so yeah the art thing is interesting the first one is such a it's such a nice intro you know I like that Anthony even though he is the he's the baby, he's still an outsider to this. So he's he's not just the kid who grew up in this. He's still like kind of our avatar for like going into this world because he doesn't know about it. He, uh, Spiral, his mom took him. They moved to the south side. That's where he thought he was born. Um, and then by the time we meet him, he's like in this super nice like apartment. Um, seems to be doing all right. And then he kind of goes in there. Virginia Matt, Helen, she had a great in is that oh she's a student, yeah, and so she's doing research and he's kind of doing research but like do artists do a lot of you know yeah that's like I wish they would have paralleled that a little more because that was so enjoyable for the original is I like the detective work uh-huh. and, and and the mystery and the revealing and the crawling through the the broken walls and stuff yeah and, and her and then like the reveal of of her. You know, expensive condominium being you, that was actually built to be a, a housing project. Yeah, and and there there's some too, like when he's taking photos, he goes in the old church and he meets Williams and stuff. There's some there, but I wanted mm. more. I I wanted more of that. Yeah, and then they kind of just they kind of breezed over the whole. They they just like they they took a gun, they put a bullet in, it, and the bullet said gentrification. And they shot it, and that was it. There was some kind of like heavy handedness with the gentrification but that they don't really follow through and like yeah they just kind of say it and like because like Troy in the beginning or his uh, boyfriend tells them was like I think I don't know if this is my reading the synopsis or if he actually says this but they're like oh like the place you're in right now and I don't know if they say this in the movie or if I just read it it was that their loft was built on the old projects where the original Candyman yeah, I, place. I, I think they did mention that okay. in the movie, but yeah. that, that's where I was like, I would like a little more clarity. Yeah, and yeah, uh, Troy's boyfriend mentions that he's like, oh, like where we are right now. Yeah, like are we standing where? Yeah, we're. Yeah, yeah, and that's there, probably or? my one complaint about this movie is that the plot is a little messy, and I think it was a it was too much for a ninety minute movie, and. Um, I kind of wish that we spent more time with, like, Anthony figuring this stuff out and kind of going more into that, into, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, like, the girls in the bathroom, we got, you know, it helped us raise the body cam, but I could have I cut that scene if it meant we spent more time with Anthony and him doing, like, the detectiving, you know, him yeah. researching this more. And, and, and you bring that up because... And that's really good because yeah we 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 recognize the college girl because she was at the art exhibit, mm-hmm. but other than that and then and then that scene to yeah. get get yeah give us raise the body count, it has absolutely nothing to do with the plot or the story. No, and 
Other, yeah, so we get five girls get killed in, and I don't know if that's supposed to be the thing that's like the catalyst for the cops, because it's like, oh, well, these were five white girls, so now the cop, much like in the beginning of the movie, you know, when Williams recounting the story of um, who they thought was Candyman, the cops were on high edge because a white girl, you know, bit into candy, and so maybe this was like, but if, if that is the case, then it wasn't that clear, yeah. and I think the same thing could have been handled with Clive and his girlfriend being murdered, or the the art reviewer, the like, critic, yeah. yeah. So like, if that's what they were going for, like, well, you already accomplished Matt, and then the five girls die in the bathroom. It's the same thing we got with William's sister dying in the back. Like, she was also I don't know, like middle school aged girl with her friends in the bathroom. So it's like, well, it's kind of the same scene, you know. Like, yeah, it just kind of seems not necessary, um, though. Seeing Candyman in the compact mirror was cool. It, it led to some of the coolest effects. Like yeah. that, the compact mirror was great. Even when they're, the girls are looking under the uh, stalls, under the stalls, yeah. and you see the blood and stuff. That looks. Yeah. I mean, it led to that. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this movie has one of the coolest kill scenes I think I can remember. Uh, it's when the critic gets killed. Oh. Okay. And it's just the camera zooming out, and you just pay attention in the window. She's getting thrown away by some a figure you can't see just like murdered by Candyman no yeah. one can see Candyman but if you were to look through the window you just see her getting killed by some mysterious I, force I like that change in this movie where in the first one Candyman can uh, materialize yeah. in life you know um, you know and, and that's kind of questionable because um, you know Helen sees him she's having you know but on camera no one sees him um but like when Candyman kills the doctor in the first one, he's he's just there. Like he shows up. I like that all the kills, all Candyman, except for at the end, he it's all in the mirrors or all in reflections. I think when uh, the the um, when Clive when he dies, I thought that was a cool scene where he's in the window and you know you you see him get hooked in the ankle and like that should be pretty gross, but. To you, to the way they shot it, we don't actually see that. Yeah. Then when you see the, the reflection, you see him lift him up by the hook through the ankle. Um, yeah, it's very creative. Yes. In, in very this, cool. but I think if you cut the girls in the bathroom and give me ten more minutes of of Anthony of kind of smoothing out the plot. I, th- I think you have a right. And the actors, and the actors so good. You just give them some more screen time. Yeah. I, what's his name? Uh, Yaya, Yaya. Abdul Mateen, yeah, who um, kills it in Michael Bay's Ambulance and uh, was um, in um, The Watchmen as uh, Dr. Manhattan. Get, get Yaya <coughs> more screen time. Yeah. Um, so him being, not that I hated it, but it, it, it kind of made it more of a bummer, like watching these back-to-back and being like, oh. Helen gave her life to save the baby, and then 30 years later, it's just inevitable. Like, he ends up Candyman anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not that I didn't dislike that plot point. Just, it, it made, it, it was, it's a bummer. It's I don't know if that's how it's supposed to make me feel. Like, oh, there was nothing. Even Helen tried. Nothing she could do. That is, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is yeah. very interesting, actually. Another negative. I put this, in, this is more confusing plot. It took away a little bit of my enjoyment, so I'm, I'm putting the plot. Negative. The end of Candyman, I guess, becoming a vigilante, an anti-hero, 
I didn't understand how that worked. Just because William said that's what was going to happen, why did it actually happen? Because everything we saw before then is that, I mean, white, black, poor, rich, if you say Candyman five times, he's coming after you. Yeah. But in that, in, in the end, uh, uh, Brianna says Candyman and he kills the cops who killed him, which I guess is like revenge. But why does she get spared? It's kind of, you know. Uh, yeah, just kind of meant like that's one of the plot points that maybe smooth out a little. Like give it, give that more time to explain that a bit more. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, that, if that's kind of saying it's like, okay, Anthony's the new Candyman, Brianna's his love, much like how Candyman didn't kill Helen. Uh, you know, have that kind of explained. Um, though T- Tony Todd, again, confused by multiple Candymans, but I do like the idea of like, because bees play so much into the, the lore, that the hive idea of yeah, like... Yeah, the apiary or yeah, whatever. Yeah, there's multiple Candymans. Yeah, candy, there's always a Candyman. Yeah. And, and, and he's, he's created. Yeah. He doesn't just exist, right? Yeah. So like, he's created by his surroundings. Yeah. Uh, yeah, injustices, yeah. Uh, you, know, in, you know, an innocent man being killed in, in that in that particular neighborhood going all the way back to, you know, the uh, late 1800s with the original Candyman. Uh, and then, you know, Tony Todd reveal at the end. Was, yeah, it was that. really cool. They bring Tony Todd with back. The, with the bees. And then, um, I think I saw in the credits, um, Virginia Madsen lent her voice yep. to the voice She's on the, uh, the recordings. Yep. Yep. And, and I thought, that's really cool that I just a really cool way to tie it together because the first movie is really good so it'd have been a shame just to do a, a hard reboot right and, and they and it was just it worked so well this kind of like this this direct sequel to that tie it in sharpen it up you know fill fill in the fill in the lines all the way no 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 space yeah i mean it was just well done uh you know it, but you're right some plot issues mm-hmm. um that do come that trickle over from the beginning, from the first one. Right? Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, the first the, one has the yeah. first, at the end of the first one. I'm like, well, so is Helen the new Candyman now? Right. And well, Candyman's always a a, a black man. That's yeah. Been, you know, but you know, and you kind of like the idea of Candyman having multiple Candymen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Anthony being one, Sherman. You know, I think they listed like three other guys. Um, you're like, oh, that's just kind of new lore. But if you really kind of watch the first one, it's not new lore. Like, no. Helen's a Candyman yeah. all of a sudden. I mean, uh, her ex or, you know, her husband says her name instead of, like, having to say Anthony. Though William says that in the, uh, in you know, his wild plot was like, oh, you know, did you hear the story of Anthony McCoy? Say his name five times, he'll show up. Um, so it is kind of like, yeah, this, like, it's not created out of whole cloth. Like, there was that idea in the first one that they pulled over yeah you know the the plot the messy plot the first one kind of has it i mean both movies make up for it by being excellent movies that you kind of forgive the plots but you know if we have to nitpick it that would be my one complaint is like yeah either give this movie an extra 15 minutes or cut some of the stuff to do the time which put that in the positive i love a 90 minute movie yeah this movie short yeah and i i don't I mean, anything I'm trying to come up with negative is nitpicking in yeah. this movie. Yeah, it's really... I mean, you can do it with any plot, especially for horror movies. But I mean, really, that's what I had. was like, I guess this plot doesn't make the most sense in the world, but 
I forgive it because what you're giving me is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so we both generally like this movie. Would you like to see a sequel to this movie? I would absolutely like to see a sequel to 2021's Candyman. I'd be very curious how it'd go. It, it's almost... I, I'm very curious how it'd go because Anthony being the new Candyman, I, I mean... You know, even Tony Todd, and and he has a very tragic origin story, right? You know, you know, falling with the girl, being murdered by this you know lynch mob, comes back as Candyman, but we only hear that story. We don't get, to, we don't have to see it. And so, to me, Candyman's a villain. He's coming out here, and again, in the original Candyman, and for most of this movie, black, white, poor, rich, you say his name, he's gonna. Oh kill yeah, him. Candyman kill anyone. Candyman's gonna kill anybody. Yeah. Now that it's Anthony. It's almost like he's sympathetic as a as a as a villain now, and I, I wonder if that would care. Really, my answer would be yes. I want to see a sequel because I just want to know: is Anthony the new Candyman? Do they create a new Candyman? Is it, you know, Tony Todd coming back as Candyman? How, like, how, how do you just continue this story? Right. Is he? Yeah. And is he a villainous character? Did Did Williams plan to say no? We're creating a guy to go after everyone else. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll be... I, I would definitely like to see a sequel to Candyman. What about a remake? To the 2021? Or the original. Gosh. Did this not do enough? Do we say, let's go back to 1992, let's remake that film with what we have today? I I, I do want to say yes on the original, um, just to... Make it look better. Yeah. Really only for visuals. I mean, I think the movie was really good. It just doesn't age well. But then, if they do do that, then am I losing the charm of that 92... That 92 look? And now, you know, 92 was two... Uh, that's two years before Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. Jurassic Park is, like, the timestamp yeah. upon the special effects timeline. Yeah. And you would think it would be... a a little closer to a Jurassic Park look right. than it is to uh, name any crappy 70s horror movie. Right. Right? But that just doesn't look great. So I, I for the, 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 the pure visual happiness of my eyes, I would like to see a remake of the first. But I want to be... I want it to be the first movie. Yeah. Maybe clean up the plot. Maybe yeah. we don't have weird burnt Helen at the end. <laughs> that was... You know? Yeah, really, the ending is when I go, oh, this is this looks this looks silly now with her ball but cap. It's, and it's also, too, I mean, that's at that point, they're like, okay, we're going to do Candyman 2, we're going to do Candyman 3, we're going to do Candyman 3. Sure. So, like, we gotta we got to leave it off. Yeah. And at that... And, and at, you know, stupid horror sequels were just part of the game. Yeah. I think this movie... I don't know if she's in any other movies. That I don't know. I believe Tony Todd's in all these, but I don't know if Virginia Madsen returns um, to any more of these. Um, I think this movie actually did such a... I I think the first one's pretty good, holds up story-wise. Yeah, visually doesn't look great, but because this movie was so good and does such a good job of just kind of like catching you up, I don't know if you really need a, a remake. Yeah, I don't think we need one. For sure. But yeah, if you did yeah. do it, it would just be like, yeah, let's let's update, let's have Nia DaCosta just redo the the, the first one. Sure. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you know, Tony Tony Tasso looks like you know he he could be he could be Candyman guy. I, I don't know if they DH'd his face. Or, I don't know what he looks like now. I've really only known him as Candyman. And he like kind of shows shows up in horror movies. And you, oh, well, that's Candyman, but he's playing a doctor in this. <laughs> uh, I don't know him from anything else. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I guess it's in 2022. Do you, do you need another uh, grad student going going into? Do you do you set in 1990s, like early 90s? Do you need that kind of? If you yeah. do a remake, you you need that 90 like graffiti. Yeah, and, you need a full like yeah authentic 90s vibe. Right. You know, new kids on a block posters. And, yeah. And on a random dorm room, you know, passing shot. Yeah. Thing. Um. I'd be more interested in seeing... You bring back, you bring back Jake. I'd be kid. more interested in seeing the origin story, the original Candyman go down. I'd be, I I think that would be an interesting movie, just this, like, period piece. I think it for that, you would need... You would need the... Like, it would be, have to be a movie of two halves, where the first half is, like, his his death. But then... You, you need the first time he comes back as Candyman. As like the, you need the first time the legend's created. Yeah. And him coming back in, you know, 1905 or whatever to kill cowboys. I don't know. Like, yeah, right? In Chicago? Someone. Yeah. Yeah. Gangsters? Yeah, kill some mobsters. <laughs> Candyman killing mobsters. Um, what character... From this film in night in two thousand twenty one, uh, do you think is most deserving of a spinoff? Uh, the brother, Troy. 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 Yeah. I was like, he that was would so be a likeable. horror movie though. It would just be kind of like I don't know, like a rob com with him and his boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But he was so likable. Yeah. Um, it's that, or, or the real answer is because uh, you know maybe he's not technically the star of this movie. If, if Anthony and Brianna are the stars of this movie, then any other character, it would be the origin story of. Candyman, right? Getting yeah. a spinoff. But yeah, if we're taking a secondary character from that, yeah, I mean, Troy was was just a very likable, um, you know, he's very particular on his taste in wine. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Moscato is a, it's a dessert that wine. It is a dessert wine. <laughs> like how it points. It is a dessert wine. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> uh, okay. So we've had a couple of these now. What do you give the? T- do you like the idea that this is just called Candyman? I do. Not Candyman Two. I do. I like. I like this trend. Yeah. I do like. I enjoy these trends. Um, not only because I it's it's Candyman. It's not. It's not Candyman revisited or, or right. whatever. Um, but the the thought they created for the uh, title, the poster, mm-hmm. looks awesome. Can- Candyman sweet sweets sweets for the sweets or. Sweet. Yeah, sweets for the sweets for the sweets. Yeah, I think that's what the graffiti says. I think yeah, in the first sweets one, I think it's sweets for, for the, the sweets. sweets. And you see it again in this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm fine with just Candyman. All right. Do you need to watch the first in order to understand this Candyman? No, you absolutely do not. Yeah. I think they do such a great job explaining it, though. I do think it does augment your enjoyment of this movie. Yeah, I kind of like the way you put it. Is like if you only saw this one, and then you hear, you know, they do a good job of catching you up, and then if you went back and watched it, like if all you knew from the first one was like Troy's recounting or, uh, you know, William kind of telling his thing, and then you watch it, like, oh wait, the events are different. And so I kind of think it would be more enjoyable. But 
they do do a good job of like, yeah, you can just jump right into this. You can game, jump man. right in and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. We've seen Candyman. We've seen Candyman. You only got time to watch one. You only have ninety-seven minutes. Is the third one to be? Is the next one to be called Candy Men? Oh yeah, plural. You can't. Yeah, like Candy Men. Um. Yeah. What? What? Oh, Halloween did like Halloween and then Halloween Kills. You can do like you know, just follow that same path. Yeah. <laughs> um. Which would you? Which would you watch first? If you if you're in a it's spooky season, you you want a little thrill. I'm going with the. The 2021. I agree. I thought it was a better movie. Yeah. Barely. They're both good, but I thought it was a better movie. For me, it's a better movie. Yeah. I I was surprised how much I liked 1992. Not surprised. Just in my mind, my seven-year-old brain was like, this is terrifying. You're never going to watch this. And then I watched it as a 36-year-old man. I go, God, I should have been watching this. Probably started watching it when I was 16. But this should be a movie I've seen. This should have been. This should be a movie I've seen half a dozen times. Uh, that's how much I liked the first Candyman, and then I saw the second Candyman. I go, "Oh, this is fantastic! This, is, yeah, yeah." Now you mentioned I couldn't. I didn't quite. How this do critically? Oh, so this one, um, the 2021, holds a 85 percent on Rotten Tomato based on 330 reviews. Really good. Takes in uh, in uh, visually thrilling approach. To deepening the franchise's mythology and terrifying audiences along the way. That's it. So when I started, when I went into this movie, I didn't, I didn't do any research on on critical reviews or anything. After watching the first one, I was like, "Oh boy, here we go!" Uh-huh. And then I'm halfway through this one. I'm like, "How did, how did this movie bomb?" Yeah. And let's take out, like, you know, pandemic stuff. You know, I know this movie came out in 2021. You know, probably lim- very limited. But I got, I had, for some reason, I had thought this movie got absolutely panned. I don't know why. You know, it's funny when you go on Letterboxd. It's actually, this has a decent rating. Um, but when you do kind of read the negative reviews, I wonder if maybe the chatter got too loud of just like, oh, well, this is... You know, this is overly woke. There's, you know, this heavy-handed with its messaging, and it's like this is this wasn't like Black Christmas where it's like it missed the mark on trying to like make a point with a horror movie. This, I thought was, I mean, outside of being a little messy with the plot, I think this was pretty well executed. Yeah. So, and, and I don't know why I thought it was it got oh. panned because I hadn't read a review, had looked at Rotten Tomatoes for this, I had no clue. Yeah. And I got halfway through. I'm like, how did this? How did people hate this movie? Uh-huh. But then now I'm seeing like, no, they didn't hate it because this movie's freaking great. Yeah. Uh, so on Letterbox, it holds a rating of three point three, um, which you know I mean that's positive. I, I it, just based on kind of like who I follow and what people most people are giving this somewhere between two and a half to four stars. Yeah. You know I, I think I'd be on the higher end of that. Uh, and the original Candyman three point six, and it's. Apps are hard too because there's so many movie apps, right? Sure. And they'll have. I like the Rotten Tomatoes thing. Yeah, I, I like Rotten Tomatoes um, just because it's a critical consensus. Yeah. Um, and it is kind of like. Yeah, I accepted mean, by society is like, what's the Rotten Tomato thing? Sure. Around? When Rotten Tomatoes, when it first came out, was like kind of like just a funny joke. Yeah. Website. 
Which is, you know, why, why I did. But, you know, yeah, even Rotten Tomatoes, so 85% with the critics, 72% with the audience. So still pretty high with the audience. Um, 72. I feel like it's usually inverted, though. I, usually, I feel like the, the audience scores are usually a little higher than the critical scores. Yeah. And, you know, so 72% is would be a 3.6. So, you know, if you converted that to the... Um, Letterbox score, so yeah, about three point six. Like I said, I, I'm probably a little higher on this movie. I, yeah. You know, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a five star war movie, but it's definitely like a four, four and a half. You know, I think it's eighty, eighty. I, I'm more in line with the critics. Like, this is probably an eighty five percent. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right with that. Yeah, like this. Um, I'd give it a B. I'd give it a B plus. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Um, as far as box office goes, twenty five percent. Or I'm sorry, twenty five million dollar budget, seventy seven million dollar box office. You know, not a smash it, but not not. Given the not times, a bomb or a flop. Given, and, given the times it came out, sure, probably would have been, you know, yeah, probably pretty good. Yeah, twenty one. So what, this is coming right out of pandemic. Yeah, depending on what state you're in. Yeah, really, exactly. You know, yeah, it's probably one of those like soft, not soft roll, but like early pandemics where like people still weren't going. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then finally, question: uh, Candyman, twenty twenty one. Did we need it? Yeah. It was so good. How could I say no? Yeah, I agree. Not only was this movie great, it made me go back and have to rewatch the original, which now I can say is also a great movie. Um, and not that scary. And not that scary. Yeah. Maybe f- keep your seven year olds away from it. Scary for a seven year old. Maybe don't for let sure. maybe don't let no. children watch uh, Candyman. Seven seven year olds and seventy year olds would be scared shitless of this movie. Yeah, but you know, for uh, adult people. Not that scary. Eight, eight to sixty nine, you're good to go. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would have thought it was like eight. Just you know, for, at that age, I was used to uh, you know campiness of uh, Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees. And I'll tell you what, Candyman's not—he's not campy. No, no. <laughs> he's got bees and a hook. He—he's he's got a lot going on for him. Uh, yeah. So Candyman, check it out. We recommend it. Watch them both, but if you got to choose one. Candyman 2021. I agree. I yeah. 2021. Yeah. That, so, for our ne- next movie, we're actually going to pause Sweet Treats Month. We've been talking about this movie for three years. We said we were going to do it when it came out. And so we're going to, emergency podcast next week, we're doing Top Gun Maverick. If you haven't seen it, go see it, because we're talking spoilers. And if you haven't seen it, you're the only one. Yeah. Break it. It's breaking Memorial Day records just... Not post-pandemic. It's just right, breaking, just breaking records. them. Breaking yep. records. Uh, so we're doing Top Gun Maverick next week. And then after that, we'll, we will wrap up uh, Sweet Treats Month, which is good. I think June has enough weeks that it actually allows us to get we'll be good. this all in. We'll so be good. Uh, you got a week to see Top Gun Maverick. And then we're going to discuss it. We're going to tell you if you should watch it. That's right. Yeah. No, we're going to tell you if we need Yeah. We're not going to tell you if you should watch it. We're going to tell you if, if we need we it. We needed it. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what we do here. Um, if you have thoughts on Candyman, uh, either Candyman, if you've ever done it and live to tell the tale of it. Oh, just real quick. What I also liked about this movie, people's reaction to people saying Candyman in this movie, uh, I liked because that was legit how it was growing up in the 90s. Like people trying to fuck around and do Bloody Mary. Yeah. Or Candyman. You always had that friend who was going to do it. And then you had that one friend, probably me, who was just like, hey, man. Knock it off. Like, 
Yeah. I'm just leaving. Yeah, we're not doing this. Yeah. I'm leaving the room. And so just like the people's reaction, you know, when Anthony's doing it, Brianna's like knocking off or yeah, like just the, Troy doing it. It's just, yeah, it's very like, yep, that's people, that's how people reacted to this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you've lived, uh, if you've Are done you it. Are you going to do it? No, I'm not right. fucking doing it either. That's a, I, I've never. I'm not going. I'm not looking in a mirror and saying that that name that many times. No, that's crazy. You're not even gonna trick me into saying There's it. There's a mirror right there. I've yep. probably said it five five times, Mark. Oh, this is but you weren't looking. Yeah, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, if you have, you can email us at dbgpodcast@gmail.com. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, all those places. Review and if you have a th- if you have an idea for a movie, you can let us know. Um, we'll be back with Top Gun Maverick. Till then, it's been Don't Be That Guy. Guide to sequel and remakes. Just go break all your mirrors, all of them. Well, we're still alive.